0: Hey guys welcome back to kpop bebop.
1: We're making everything. pop.
0: It is your host Jane, Jane
1: You suck.
0: I'll become a trainee A trainee and for me. the
1: devil because you suck. See she's always you calling me suck. Satan and all this stuff. But I don't appreciate it. You are Because okay. those that big old forehead those horns they're hiding. that's why you got a big old forehead Because the horns are just tucked in there I see you growing.
0: Okay, good times.
1: Good times.
0: Mama. Ain't
1: hey, no mama. No, I'm no mama. you look
0: like good times, mama. You have hair like her. No, okay, I it's don't. Short like that. No, because I'm wearing fluctuous. braids. Okay. So, no, so you can't see my hair. Take it out. I can't. I have to ask mom. <laughs> so <laughs> we're gonna talk about um, very something. Again. Are you talking over me? Shut. Up. Again, is I just right? want. I'll uh, wait. Anyways, so <laughs> I want to tell you guys again our podcast is now on Spotify because I read it finally. After hard earned one hour of reading, I read all of it and I understood all of it. So it's now on Spotify.
1: Yeah, Spotify! We somehow feel special and important.
0: Now yeah. it's all, now um, it's a variety. Because everyone uses Spotify with even Android and Apple's and stuff. So, go, you can yeah. go on there.
1: We're, yeah, we're getting famous, guys, since we're on Spotify. So yes,
0: we're going to. Next thing you know, we're going to get verified. You can't. Okay. It's not TikTok.
1: You can get, like, verified artist. Verified podcast. So. Okay.
0: Well, anyways, um... Yes, so today is going to be a heavy topic
1: I'm kind of heavy something We're gonna just I'm just going to get
0: everything out I'm going to not I'm not gonna edit it Edit this Except for putting our theme song in this Why
1: would you tell them
0: that? Cause it's important I'm not gonna edit anything Because you guys need to see how I feel Cause I ain't gonna edit it
1: Yeah, so this is K-pop, bebop, Um, uncut
0: so we're just gonna
1: unpack a bunch of things that's been going on for the past couple of months,
0: basically this whole year. And now let me let me tell you this again. I we are both black, African American. Yes, and I got into K-pop in 2018 when everything was the best. Keep that in mind. The people who have who have just gotten into K-pop this year, I feel so sorry. Bad for. Like, You're so sorry. Because you have to. C- people's true colors are coming out internationally. It's coming out.
1: Especially just in K pop. And mm-hmm. that's what we're going to talk about today. So, first thing we're going to talk about, as you know, as a lot of people know, is Ficting. the culture.
0: Oh, cultural appropriation? Yes, with oh. the Oh, okay.
1: Come on now. So, we're going to talk about. That first. And the whole cultural appropriation thing. So apparently their comeback show. They had like an Indian vibe. To it. And then they were doing like Indian dances. And all this other stuff. Which is. You know. Very careless. And not okay.
0: Especially since. India is also in Asia too. It's almost like like, man, you guys don't even care about this. It's just very, it was very
1: careless of them to be doing that. And on top of that, there's a whole conception of them making colorless jokes and fat phobic jokes. So, NTT was really in the fire
0: and things kept piling up with them and and then also um, and then also with you know super into um was it mark oh that was a colorist joke yeah color is they're Lucas. making colorist jokes with Lucas and uh, they're like saying how like bacon and them were like saying I can't see you in the dark you're like a shadow and all this stuff basically just sum up. I don't they didn't say shadow but it's like no wonder why we can't see because dark. Now people saying that's mistranslation and
1: stuff like that, but for people who are darker skinned, you know what it's like when in the classrooms they turn the lights off and it's like, hey, we can't see such and such. And for me as a darker skinned person, that it really gets tiring. It gets annoying when people say, Oh, I can't when people turn the lights off, I can't see. That's very like insensitive and even if you say it to your friends, that's still not cool because it's just like we go through getting our. With the whole colorist remarks, we. It's all with a bunch of different cultures, especially with the European standards that's going around. Right. And everybody wants to bleach their skin, everyone wants to be lighter. So, us darker skinned people, we really gotta stay strong and really hang in there. And we have been. And it sucks. Yeah, people really still think that darker skin is ugly and it's disgusting, and it's just like no, it's not. We and just,
0: the thing about it still. is, I'm learning Korean too, and I understand there's some words in Korea that don't exist like in a, in like the U.S. and vice versa. But I also did know that it saw that I saw that Kai wasn't laughing, and just because all oh, mistranslations. Mm-hmm. No, Kai wasn't laughing. He was in the car with them. Because, you know, Bacon has always made some like, yeah, joke right that he for, was dark and stuff. He's very right known for making it in XL. Ex- because, yeah, and Kai wasn't laughing. He wasn't laughing. It, he looked uncomfortable.
1: Well, I mean, he's been the only one in, well, also in XL ex- that's been the darkest one. So he's always been the butt of the joke.
0: But what makes me frustrated about it is, yeah, he's the darkest, but there's also... The me- Other members, they're also some dark, like, Suho's dark. And so, like, you, I don't know, but...
1: It, it's just, it gets really, it gets really annoying, and it's hurtful, especially, to me, because I feel that pain, and it sucks. We have to, like, you know, our life, we go through life where people just be looking at us based on the type of skin tone that we have, and sometimes we don't get the same opportunities or we don't get the prizes as, you know, other people with lighter skin tones. They have it better than people with darker skin tones and they have advantages and stuff like that. And it loses, some people lose self-confidence in themselves because <coughs> people think that light is right when all shades of colors is, is beautiful the way it is. No skin is more do- dominant than another. And we really need to, a bunch of people really need to unlearn that, because that is is not creating a positive, like, community with other people, especially with international fans who are darker skin, and it's just they feel like, you know, what if those other, you know, someone like Bacon says that stuff to me? It's like, would they say that, make fun of me like that? And it really gets discouraging. Saying stuff like that to people, especially as children, because children right. already deals with like once they feel like you know, being like dark skin is ugly, they're gonna feel ugly, and that's not a type of you know. You should
0: be teaching I, kids I to love who they are.
1: Exactly, especially especially as a POC who's a darker skin, it
0: is really it is hard out. Here. It's hard enough, especially
1: on you know the representation we don't really get it. And if you do get representation, it's always as a bad guy or it's just someone who's just naive and all that. But the light people with lighter skin, they're always getting, you know, opportunities, always getting, you know, recognition. And they just have better advantages and, than people of darker skin tone. And it
0: really is discouraging. And the thing about it is... Now, like switching now that we talk about like both of those, now there's like a controversy of like how this fan was you know educating yang Ying in a um I in think a a.
1: Shuto? Shuto?
0: yeah, but it but Korea it just says yang yang and educates yang Yang about um you know what's been happening and stuff during a fan sign call, and then but like the tweets were like saying a like a whoever has a video call with johnny or yang tomorrow please call them out and educate them there is no language barrier barrier so it'll be easy for the point to get across and less time will be wasted waiting for the translator to translate it and i agree with that because the thing to be a fan you also have to hold the the artist accountable. And just not always be like, "Hey, I fully support you," or oh, you never do wrong in my eyes." That's the thing that we really have to unlearn. Like that really emphasize all
1: these pe- all these artists, is K pop artists. They're are humans. humans, just like everybody, else, especially the K pop artists, and they don't have a lot of diversity at all. And they're first of all. No, there should be no excuses that, you know, they're ignorant because they have, you know, so much technology and stuff to learn about other people's cultures and things like that. And this year is getting way too, they're getting way too comfortable. And especially these companies, they're just letting them just be in the fire and not caring about these things. We really got to hold, no matter who you support, you really have to hold these people accountable for what they do and try to educate them instead of canceling them because they're never going to learn and they're still going to do whatever they want. Now is right. now is on their part whether they want to take that and run with it. Now if they're still going to keep doing what they want to do, I'm just not going to support them after that. But especially in SM, this is careless and careless mistakes of uh, appropriation and disrespecting other people's cultures, and that's not a not just black culture, but, you know, Hispanic, cult, Latino culture, and Indian culture. Like, that stuff is not okay. Especially since they have their own K-pop, I mean, their own cre- their own culture. Right. Like, you have your own culture. Why use somebody else's and you're not even trying to appreciate it or any of the sort. You just think that since it's, like, cool and edgy, when it's not. That stuff is sacred. Because some that is including religion... And other people's beliefs, and you're just putting it out there like it's a prop, and that's very disrespectful, and that's what people, you know, K-pop idols really need to, you know, understand, and I think there's a, I think I found a solution for it, honestly. One of the solutions is, like, with these Korean, these Korean companies, they need to have, like, a POC ambassador to check in with them as far as like what's good with like you know checking in with culture and what's okay, what's when o- what's not okay because we're getting tired. It's getting tiring of seeing all these like Korean idols popping up every other day with something controversial that they came out and it's almost like no one's learning from their mistakes and it's getting really tiring. And a lot of international fans are leaving because it's just like they can't, you know, stand this anymore of getting, you know, kind of getting mistreated and
0: no one's not really learning from the mistakes. And the thing about K-pop and what they're doing is for us PLCs and specifically black people, we, you're, they're, you're making us look stupid. Because if we say, "Oh, we listen to K-pop and to tell our parents or someone else, they'll make fun of us for listening to the pop. And then and then, on top of that, we're learning Korean culture and learning what's offensive or not, and then you say the offensive stuff while I, I'm like, and I'm not saying like that like they're asking for it, but like the thing is, we're learning your culture. I don't. I don't want to be saying racist, you know, Asian stuff. And p- black people and POCs are starting to learn what's racist or not, and educating other people. And then they're not doing it. And then they're making us look stupid because if someone finds out, then they're gonna say, "Oh, well, we told you so." Should have stuck with our culture.
1: Yeah, especially as i uh, well, I'm speaking on behalf, not the whole. But like as being as a black K-pop stan, we get you know ridiculed and people when me say, "Oh, we listen to K-pop." Sometimes we get scared to say that even around people, you know, around other black people, exactly. because like they immediately start saying like racist, racial, prejudiced, prejudiced like type of stuff to us, and then <clears throat> it's like. We came to K-pop and other international. we came to K-pop because it's something new. It's different. It's something different from what we usually listen to. And regardless of the language barrier, barrier it's something that's fun to listen to. Like, it's a new thing and we can interact with other people. And since all this stuff is coming out, it's almost like, when is this going to stop? You know? And plus, on Twitter, people are doxing some of k k pop stands, people, you know. Yeah, they're doxing, you know, people's addresses and making them unsafe. And that's not okay either. As black stands we already get, you know, race you know, racism comments on a daily basis by itself. But when we come to K pop we thought it was gonna be an escape and we would we would have to like deal with the racism and you know the stuff we thought was gonna be a safe space. But some people you know, non-black people. You know, they make it harder for us to even want to be a stand because, like, people are out here just being even more racist. And it's like, how are you being racist towards us, but you stand a person of color? So it just doesn't really make any sense.
0: No, um. we. I guess it's a different segment. Now I wanna get. I want to get on the topic of. You know black trainees and and black people who are going to be like in groups and specifically like black swan yeah as they came out they debuted
1: i listen black
0: swan did not just debut let me inform you black swan did not just debut they've been at it for years it's just everyone's been finding out about them i've been knowing them for um a year or two yeah But the thing about it is, black people, you, I don't have a problem with you, you know, going to do K-pop. Because, like, there's also, like, because Black Swan, um, wait, what's her name? Fatou. Yeah, Fatou. She got scouted. And the thing that black people are starting to do is they're not really getting scouted, but they're auditioning. And I don't really have a problem with that. It's just the fact, like, if... Like, how they get get treated. Yeah, because...
1: Because with the first girl, Alexis, she had to do her own hair. They basically used her for cloud, and she only got, like, (coughs) 30 seconds of, like, visual time. Like, she had to do everything by herself, and she was alone. But she was, you know, and stuff like that. But with this, the new song that Box Mom came out with, that too, barely got any, she did not. I really turned the song parts. off
0: because it made me I uncomfortable like, to see that she was just ad-libs, and
1: it was, like, really nothing more. It was just, like, they <clears> just <throat> put her there, and I wasn't I was I wasn't okay with that. And plus, she's really talented because she did, like, a freestyle to um Pop Smoke. I don't know if y'all listened to it, but it was bomb. She I was like, okay. Like, she's really chic, she's really good, and, you know, and she's beautiful, and she's talented, and so, I don't like how, you know, Korean artists and stuff like that, they just profit off of our culture, and they don't really care anything about us, and they just be really careless, and that's why I can't really defend them with certain things, because, like, you can't, at this point, we can't say they're just ignorant to things, because They even protested with the Black Lives Matter movement.
0: And the thing about it... And they know about
1: stuff that's going on around the world, especially in America. And most of the Koreans, they know what's going on and they know what to do, what's not expected. Especially when you're in the entertainment, there's really no excuse. Because you are learning about, like, other things. And it's very... You really need to educate yourself. Now, it's okay. I'm not saying it's okay, but I get... You know, they might make mistakes real, or they might, they're not gonna know everything. But it's just when it's time after time where they're just making constant mistakes, it's almost like, do you even care that you're hurting these people or not? It's like with no. the whole Viction thing Victon. Victon. My bad. When they were dancing to <coughs> um, Brianna Taylor, um, the Arrested Killers of Brianna Taylor song, and one of the members, Sejun, I think he did a V live, and it was the apolo- It didn't it wasn't really much of an apology because it was almost like he was talking casual, and then he was just eating, and it was just like he addressed addressed it, and he said he was sorry, but it just didn't really feel sincere. Okay, now it was now, almost like they were just he was just you know now, just talking.
0: Let me say this. The members said that they didn't know. Yeah, she said the I told them. But that. the thing is, the thing about it is, the fact that you didn't look, it's almost like, did you look up the song? Because they have to have no. There's no reason of you saying, oh, we didn't know the song. You looked up the song to practice to. And I get it if they were doing a, a tribute to her, but it straight up looked like someone's someone was dubbing over the music and they were dancing to their own song that's the stuff i have a problem with because you're upper disrespecting and then you're saying well we didn't know how do you not know when you can look up the song and then your own country is protesting because brianna taylor was shot and killed in her own home so how and do you not did. know he
1: and she barely got any justice for it
0: right the neighbor did like and and even because the thing about K pop and Koreans are and even with probably Asians period is I gave them I gave them the benefit of the doubt. Maybe they're in, but at this point if K dramas are talking about it
1: you take one class
0: and and this one episode of a K drama named Miss Hamo and that's the most Korean show. So how do you not know? Because obviously the directors did their research and they got it right. But Easy One the- Class was the what was the show that showed here's how here's the real side of Korea. Instead of cause instead of making it towards oh here's like all Korean no here's the side of Korea that really happened between black people, trans people. And everyone else.
1: And it's just, yeah, I just understand why people are leaving the fandom. Because it's just like, you know, it's just time after time after time. You keep, you know, giving them chances, but they still keep repeating the mistakes. That's why I said before they really need to hire so an international person, mainly a POC, not no white person, a POC, who like to know like they need to have like a unit, um, like a culture unit where it's surrounded by other POCs, and the company needs to run by them with whatever ideas or songs that they have, so they can educate them, and these trainees needs to get educated on what. Um, what to do and what not to do with certain things, and most of them know like they listen to hip hop and rap and stuff like that, and they think that stuff is okay. Like with Jayon, I haven't heard no apology about him just saying it, saying it, um, mouthing the n word to this um song called Caroline. I'm just like, really, especially with SM, it's just like it's really getting SM
0: it. is really starting to, uh, what's the word, piss me off, because not only are they having, not only are they treating their artists like crap, and not only are they, because they have a lot of black producers in that company. Well, one of them left because they didn't even pay her. The girls, the girl, the black girl that wrote "Monster" by EXO, which was very, very popular. And I
1: think regular.
0: Right. She and a bunch of hits. boss, boss yeah, was made boss. by a black person, and then, and then also. It's just, Jonghyun Hyun and Sully too. They didn't get none of. They barely had anything for them. That's not like that's why i'm like p- completely off of sm i might still listen i'm going to listen to their artists probably but it's like at this point i i wholeheartedly do not like the company at all it's just getting it's just really getting discouraging because it's 2020 during quarantine y'all should have been doing something educating like i know
1: fans we gotta as as fans, we gotta educate our artists about this. But I know it's important to educate instead of counseling because they're never gonna know. It's important to you know do that. But at the same time, it's just like I should not be you know helping out an adult, a whole adult, with certain things. Like I know they're not gonna know everything about every culture, but there's just certain certain things that's just like you should know this already or it's just like what made you even think that that was okay and it's not okay like if you don't know if you should do it or not most likely you that's probably um a chance for you to not do it at all or if you're confused about something go like ask someone to see if this is okay to do or not or instead of just care like all this is just careless mistakes that could have been easily avoided but
0: it's almost like they I don't just really not to think it's be a, in the fire. I don't even really think it's mistakes anymore. It's just them being stupid. Because how many, you've been in K-pop for how many years and you still don't know? And and you've been to America. You should know.
1: Yeah, just, I'm, I'm tired just, of
0: giving these passes to them because I'm 14 years old. I shouldn't have to tell a 28-year-old what's good and bad. It should just be common sense. Because the brain develops fully at 25 years old. You should be knowing. And there's worldwide news. There's news that you have Google. They use Google. You have everything on you. There's KBS worldwide. You have that. And Netflix.
1: Oh yeah. I just come on now. The K-pop industry needs to just be reconstructed. Honestly, because there's just certain things. There's just things dealing with the whole thing of culture that's just being just being way too careless, and they just think that is that something that's an aesthetic when you're entering into something that's like a culture or something that's probably close to something that's not your culture you really need to look it up it doesn't matter the concept like it's fine having a concept a concept using someone else's culture is like not okay because the main people that be using you know our culture some of them they don't even care about you know our black issues or care about any of the stuff. Now, I'm not saying you got to be a whole activist. But it's just like, why are you using someone else's culture? But when there's problems going on um, within their countries or the people, you're silent or you don't care. So, it's just really... That's why it's just very important as when they go into trainees or even in schools or something or something kpop just needs to be reconstructed where they learn about different cultures and stuff like that and just try to stick to your own you have a whole you have your own culture that you can use instead of trying to you know profit over of somebody else's culture but you don't care but you're still disrespecting you know the people now it's fine to appreciate the culture like you know, I'm going to take BTS for example. Like, when they did about that song called Hip Hop Philly, that song was a, like appreciation to hip hop, because they was talking about the people, about rappers that they admire, that they appreciate. That's a, that's appreciation. Instead of that Zico and Sonny, when they were just talking about hip hop, and it was just straight up like, like not okay. And also with Dynamite, they used black... What's it
0: called? A uh, black musicians and background singers, sure. and was on. They had they had black people as the singers for the background adlibs, and they had black musicians. Right. They like they are pre- Like that's an example of appreciating
1: <clears throat> another culture. Now it's fine. Like I think it's fine that we get to know. It's good to get to know everyone's cultures because that's a great way to understand how how people are, how people think but just profiting off of someone else's culture and you don't care about them, that's like very disrespectful, especially with people's religions and ideals. You can't take it and use it for show thinking that it's something cool when it's really not.
0: And the thing about it is, what's starting to get me annoyed is when I see like a, a black girl having like, you know, chopsticks in her hair and then Asian saying, whoa, but if we have box braids, it's like, bro, they're both equally bad. Stop trying to say what about this and what about this. No, they're both bad. She's bad on her part. And if you guys do box braid, you're bad on your part. It's just, it's like, we have got to stop doing what about this. But instead, educate and teach and see how this affects another person. I think so. People use
1: this like when, when they use that whole chopstick situation, they used it. Some people use it as a way just to be racist, just bluntly racist towards us. Like someone, someone said, "This is why I don't support Black Lives Matter," or um, right, they call like, us that's monkeys heavy and stuff like that. And it's just like, we get it. We they made them like we made a mistake. You know, there's black girls. They made a mistake. So we tell them what is why it's wrong. And stuff like that. Right. Don't
0: bash, but say, hey, this is wrong because of this and this. If they don't listen, then, you know, it shows their true care colors. So that they don't care. But the thing I want to see these K-pop artists do is care. Pro- I yeah. Them, I just
1: want them to actually care and actually think about their actions. Because yeah. sometimes they just say, sorry. Just to get over with, like with the whole quasa. No, she keeps I want to sorry, th- but she doesn't actually learn or don't care.
0: The thing, yeah, I want to see them care, but I also want to see them say, "Do you like black people? If they like us or not, and also, if they say no, I don't respect your culture. I mean, or are I, I do? That's what I'm looking for." I don't even know anymore. It's just they, <laughs> they made me really think because, especially with the Hossa thing, the thing about it is it's always the groups that have, you know, the strong vocals. Mama Moo being one of them. They did the Bruno Mars brown face and they got in trouble for that. It seems like three fourths of them learned their lesson, so they chose not to do it. However, Hwasa is, like, right, and trying to act black. It's like, bro, no. And then you're laying down your edges, and then you're up here, you know, in hip. I can tell she was doing some of the black styles, the black face, like, how black people do their faces, I can see what she was doing. And even when I knew of Mama Moo, she always just, I always got a weird thing from her. Like a weird vibe of how she may be. And it sucks because when you do that, you ruin your reputation, reputation of your group. And you could make the rest of your group look bad. Mm-hmm. Especially if you're a small group. Mama Moo is a small group. Well, it's not that small, but it's like small internationally, Korean wise. A lot of people probably know them. Hwasa is making it internationally because she's being stupid.
1: I I just think honestly, my thing is is that people get in the uproar about people dating who, and people get kicked out their companies for stuff like that, and it's like a huge deal. But when it comes to cultural appropriation or pe- or some artist saying things that's out of line about people's cultures or whatever, then it's, like, dead silent. And it's, like, you guys are so worried about dating with the whole, no, dating, this, and the other. But when it comes to disrespecting other, like, a whole other group's culture and beliefs and all that, that's when it's almost, like, Is one ear or the other or the companies just don't care and they're just letting them pin the fire But they the thing is they know that we're still gonna be listening to them and then we're still gonna buy their albums Which comes down to the solution. The only thing I feel like is what's gonna really change is when because they like money obviously because they will do any and everything just to get money and stuff like that and a lot I think a lot of these companies they're doing this stuff for attention because they know they're going to get more attention, whether it's good or bad. And I think what we need to do is, collectively, is just, like... Ignore it. Know, or just, for, like, a certain amount of time, not, you know, kind of not listen to them. Like, we should just collectively, as PLCs, we need collectively, you know, protest against these, you know, some of these companies... To do better as far as educating. And And boycott. Yeah. I think we just need to like boycott for them to. Because they need us for their money. We are their money makers. And if we don't support. If we don't even try to at least. You know. Don't post at them. Maybe for a day. We should try for like a day or two. To not post nothing about K-pop. Nothing related. Nothing at all. And just have them dead silent. Or when, like, a comeback comes, especially, like, if there's a comeback with some of these groups. Well, depending, well, if they're, like, you know, problematic. Or with some of these SMs, we need to, like, just boycott. Because I think that's what's really going to get their attention. Because, obviously they don't care. And But as we another say this... solution, another solution is... We need really take advantage of you know the fandom calls. So whoever's doing like video chats with these, um, with these K pop um artists, you know, try to educate them whether they did something problematic or not. It's good so that they can, um, that we can educate them so they can tell their members like this is what's going on and stuff like that. So that's also good that some that you know fans are doing that. So that's very much appreciated.
0: And as we say this, it's on the fans' part, because people who, because, yeah, and but it's most, is mostly on the fans because, you know, I'm I'm not a fan, of twice. If twice did something problematic to the black community, and say I'm boycotting it, well, I, already haven't really watched their videos, but it's on the fans' part. Since I'm a fan of BTS, if they do something trash to the black community, it's my job to, you know, not watch their YouTube videos, delete their games, not buy their merch, not do anything. So I think it's more, it's all of our uh, responsibilities, but it's more on the fans' part, because the fans can really change you know, what happens, and I saw something on TikTok, it's not K-pop related, but this one black creator saying, it's good to educate the people, but by reacting to a white person doing blackface, that's what a white person, that's what that person wants, they want to get all those views, so if we just ignore it, they won't, you know, they won't get views. Same with their videos. If we just ignore and don't watch their videos, then they won't get views and they won't get paid. And also tell, um, like, other companies about this, too. And what I mean by that is, like, tell other people, like, their friends or I don't know what I'm saying. To be honest with you, mm, that's <laughs> I just what
1: think. I mean, well, I think. And, well, of course we gotta ignore, it, but we can't ignore the problem.
0: Yeah, we shouldn't ignore the so, problem, but they want. But my they're, question they're, they're, is, if they, they, they want attention different. or do they just? Like, not the thing care. is different
1: with K-pop. is just that we can't keep. NCT, let me just say this one as a whole, since they've been under fire a lot. First of all, I listened to their recent album. Make a and
0: wish.
1: Yes, I listened to it multiple times, and I did not know. It was before this whole controversy, like, all the stuff that was coming out with NCT. And it's just, like, you can't, like, it's just, it's very, like, I kind of sometimes okay feel dumb because, like, I, like, streamed your album and then you go around and you appropriate someone's culture and that's not okay. I think all of us together as fans, whether no matter where what fandom you're a part of or of that we all need to come together and really, you know, take charge and just be like get down on some on these artists and these companies for sure is that you like we care about them so much. Even though they don't know us, these artists, they don't, you know, they don't know each and every one of us. They just know they have fans out there that is supporting them with just blindly. And we can't have blind, you know, loyalty towards them. Because then it's gonna, then we're going to miss when they make mistakes and we're going to think that's just okay. And we can't. We have to
0: tell them, like, this is wrong and why it's wrong. And they hopefully they learn from their mistakes. And some black people are out there, I know it's just a tiny bit of them, because a whole lot of us are, like, holding these artists accountable. But this is for the black people who are basically blindly supporting these groups. All I have to say is, open your eyes. And... See, I... Because fans who just blindly support these groups, even if they do wrong, they seriously need to take a break from K-pop to look at your mind. Because you shouldn't be thinking, oh, what would Jimin do? What would Baekhyun do? No, you should be thinking, "What what would I do to solve this problem? That's the main thing about it. We should not be just blindly supporting these artists. We should also... 'Cause to me a real fan is holding the artists accountable for their actions.
1: Like if artists are able to hold us accountable, we gotta we gotta do the exact same. If you want them to, to continue to succeed and get better, the as long the goal as just in life as a human being is just to be a better person each day. Like of course we're not perfect, we're gonna make mistakes, but as long as we learn from our mistakes that is all that matters, and we gain from it. I think that's just what it is. And I think um, I need to recommend y'all on TikTok. This one girl that I follow, her name is Rhea. She's Yugi's um, husband. Oh, I know her. Yeah, I know. You know her? Yeah. yeah. So she basically just like she talks about, like, you know, the whole situation that goes on. It's on her second account called Yugi Ones her only one is basically what it is. so her name is Raya so y'all go follow her and she will be, and she, will be ex- she explains it very good um, about what's going on so I really hope you know you understand and kind of you know get a different perspective
0: cause I'm the thing about it is I'm a forgiving person So, because I don't want to just be like, well, I won't forgive you and then be angry every time I see that person's face. But at the same time, if you want that certain privilege from people, then you have to show that you know how to learn. For an example, Hong Jun from 80s, he said, you know, basically, if I do something trash, tell me. And that's what a true artist would do. Like, hey, tell me if I've done wrong. I accept what what you're going to say? I think that's why now I'm probably going to boil down my favorite groups to like two to three, because pretty much on my on my K-pop playlist, the groups that I have on there, majority of them have done problematic stuff, and the thing about these these people's pasts also is what I look at is. How did you learn from your past and would you ever do it again? Because you may have done blackface in the past, but you could be a completely changed person in the future. And so far, some of these artists are not showing that they've changed. So.
1: I think we can just all boil it down to this in conclusion. Basically, is that hold everybody accountable no matter what the situation may be no matter if it even if it's not your culture even if it's like you know doesn't really directly you know hurt you it hurts other people it hurts other fans and it is good to stick up for those fans you know who are a little bit scared to speak up when they're hurt so i think all of us collectively we got to stick together And instead of worrying about, you know, fan wars and stuff like that, we need to worry about keeping, you know, these artists accountable and learning and, you know, being more educated with what it is.
0: And my challenge to the listeners is, well, the challenge to you that I challenge you to do is look or be in someone else's shoes if you would have said that. Or if you want to done that. And also... Done what? Like, done something bad. Like, if I say, you know... I don't know. A mean word. Like, you're stupid. I... Certain situations, I try to be in everyone... In in people's shoes to see what their process of thinking was. So I can at least articulate how I'm thinking. But I really do challenge you to like educate and find out more stuff about other people's culture because it's not just only your culture there's a a lot of other cultures in the world so i think we should at least learn because that's the problem that i had you know i know i'm still young and all but like living in america especially we america we don't learn Literally nothing, we don't like they're just Prejudiced and all that and that's why like I got into k-pop because I've always been into You know Asians and I didn't even know k-pop existed. I'm gonna tell you that I didn't even know Gangnam style was Korean. I thought it was Chinese or Japanese so I was I was trying to get into other people's cultures and I think other people should do the same thing to learn from other people.
1: Well, I think the thing is, is just uh, it's okay to learn other people's cultures and to share one another's cultures. Right. I think that's what we need to do. And if we want to bring back, you know, the old K-pop where everything was just chill, there wasn't really nothing problematic, everyone was just having, like, a good time, And we was all, like, you know, just chilling together. We just need to, you know, come together. Everybody, even the artists as well. You know, we can't, you know. Because we we can't separate ourselves. We all got to come together. We got to stick together. And we got to learn from one another and different perspectives on one another. So, I think that's what we need to do if we want to bring back. But, of course... We need to have changes, of course, involved in order for everyone, you know, to be more comfortable and feel like it's so we can have bring back that safe place again. We need to bring back that safe place that, you know, when people got into K-pop instead of when, you know, getting into K-pop now is just full of destruction and drama.
0: 2019, and I think 2019 was the peak of K-pop artists. Not having, no K-pop artists like as a whole being exposed, and yeah, pretty much being exposed, and then yeah, that's just basically it. Not, but today I. T- Today we didn't, we don't, we didn't mean to have it as a heavy topic, but
1: but it's good to have these uncomfortable conversations in order for everyone to understand exactly what
0: we are coming from. And we also don't mean to be a a a heavy based podcast either, because I actually want to make it fun for you guys. So we will try to do that from now on, because I don't like. Really heavy stuff, either. But it is also important to talk about this to other people.
1: Yeah. So, as as of now, we need to get back to vibing. So that's what we're going to be doing. Continue yes. to vibe. You know, we got to keep hope alive. That's just, she and that's listen. the
0: main key. You have to believe. You have to believe that stuff was going to happen. Okay?
1: Keep hope alive, and let's keep vibing.
0: And we will talk to you guys next time. Peace.